Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 22 of Art Chatter. Uh, today, Gaynor and I are going to be discussing how flexible we both are. <laughs> and you yeah, laugh there, I Gaynor. So what? Say, I'm not. <laughs> Mentally, very. The rest of me, not so much. I was going to say, but, I can, I can touch, my, touch my toes. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. So fancy. But we're not really talking about sort of whether you can touch your toes. It's more whether... You're a glass half full, glass half empty sort of person. And if you are a half full person, yeah, then you'll so. perhaps notice things and make the most of situations. Yeah. What do you do when things don't go according to what you thought they'd do, but they turn out better? Yes. Yeah. I think especially with COVID still affecting us all, there are times when plans aren't going to go quite the way we want or what we anticipate I'm just thinking of the workshop I did yesterday I had mm. I think I ended up with one person that hadn't got COVID oh my goodness and you sit on that I sat on that sort of like the day before thinking one left after all that do <laughs> I do I cancel and reorganize or do I yeah. still run the workshop and I decided to run the workshop and I Ooh. have to say I was buzzing after it absolutely buzzing oh really yeah oh tell me everything was it good it was fantastic it was my one of my collage workshops diving into collage and um, yeah. in a way this the lady that came along it was almost like a master class she actually said, oh, it's like a masterclass. I can't believe oh, I'm getting one-to-one attention and everything oh, like that. Lovely. And it was a different dynamic to what a normal workshop is like because obviously you can yeah. spend more time. But it did make me... It did make me sort of really sort of notice what I was teaching more because you could teach in a bit more depth almost. That's interesting. So did... The person who came along to the workshop and had this masterclass, mm-hmm. had they any knowledge of art before? They they were doing um, watercolour classes. Right. Okay. And they'd done a few courses in watercolours and, you know, accomplished in terms of they could, you know, they, they showed me a painting of a portrait they'd done and very oh, good, lovely. very good. Mm. But they hadn't touched print mark making. Okay without using brushes they hadn't done collage before nice. and so they really enjoyed the process and yeah. the, the the delight they went yeah they went home with two collages and like a concertina book of mark marks had made 
and the delight they got from holding their pieces of work yeah. as they walked out the hall. It uh, was, well, it was the delight I got, I suppose. But it was not what I expected in, in terms of, you know, it was far more engaging and fulfilling than I thought it was going to be. That's interesting. So would you then offer one-to-ones on occasion? Have you discovered that actually this is something else you could offer? Up until you actually saying it, no, I hadn't actually thought about it. I sort of, now you say it, that seems a good idea, you know. If it was so fulfilling for both of you and, you know, the, the attendee, what's the phrase? <laughs> I don't know, workshop person. <laughs> did they get, you know, if they got so much out of it and you did too, it seems like a no-brainer to say, yeah. well, you know, if anybody wants me one-to-one, I'd be prepared to do it. But the, in that terms, in terms of, way. though, what I was charging... Mm. You'd have to charge so much more for a one-to-one. But some people might like that. Yeah, maybe it's one of these things that you put out as a questionnaire or something. Yeah. Try and get some feedback. I mean, is there any harm in kind of saying, I can offer these, you know, I can offer a one-to-one by arrangement, perhaps? Yeah, so then, I could do that. Rather than actually having a day where you just kind of throw some dates out, you say, by arrangement, that's a good idea. Yeah. Jeez, I am absolutely rocking it. You are. Today. But you do. You're I'm, I'm often. I mean, that's the good thing when you're actually chatting to people. They often sort of yeah. pick out and point out the obvious because you're so yeah. buried under doing everything that you yeah, don't that's... necessarily see the opportunities as they sort of smack you in the face. You know, you might miss it. <laughs> Come on. In the face. that's a sound effect you can use <laughs> yeah I mean it is it's it's that bouncing ideas off people isn't it finding somebody who kind of gets you and you can just chuck an idea in there and go oh yeah we could do that and I suppose if you have an idea chucked at you you'll get a mm. sort of gut feeling whether or not it's something you would want to do or could even think about exploring to do because there's some yeah. things there's I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but some things that I probably say, no, no, I don't think so. I don't don't think I'd do well, that. Well, if you said to me, would you like to do a one-to-one workshop, Gainer, with somebody, I'd be like, no. But... That's not a good idea, Karen. However, <coughs> excuse my cough, I've got a chest infection. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, normal service is resumed. Um, yeah, we, we've been talking about um, offering workshops. I think we, we've mentioned our pop-up in May. Which actually, that was weird because we were talking about doing an exhibition in this um, small gallery in um, Corsham, which we've exhibited at before. And we've also mentioned on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And that was supposed to be exhibitions. And then the proprietor, who's very supportive of the arts and absolutely lovely, is actually moving premises, but still owns this one. And offered it to us as a pop-up shop. Now, initially we both kind of went, oh gosh, a pop-up for a month, that sounds a bit much. And then we went, do you know, that might actually work. Yeah, I mean, we were thinking the time commitment and, um, you know, yes, we would definitely have enough work, but would the two of us have enough of a draw and why would people come to actually Mm. just to our pop-up? But it's... Because we're lovely. (laughs) Of course we are. 
Yeah, but it's we were just thinking sort of, you know, a, a month because we were offered it for a month, weren't we? So yeah. we were thinking, would it work for a month? And then we decided to go for it. But then the opportunities came up with with um, the local town council really support the arts and there are different grants you can apply for to maybe run special workshop sessions or um, mentoring sessions or things like that. Yeah, well, that, again, is another opportunity that we kind of... that I latched onto, you latched onto. I mean, you were very, very good because we were talking to the representative from the town council who's full of really interesting information and very firm on boundaries, what they could support and couldn't. But we're both, as you all know, because we blather on about it all the time, in engaging other people and supporting other people, um, other artists and the like. And so when Karen and I explained that we both wanted to offer workshops of some sort, that then lit a spark and a fire of conversation with the the person from Caution Town Council, who I have to say is very forward-thinking. The whole Town Council are very, very proactive in what they do. So if anybody wants to go, you know, go and look them up because they're really interesting. Anyway, so I suddenly realised that no, a workshop would not be my favourite thing because I'm too selfish. However, when I mentioned that I do mentoring, the lady was like, oh, well, why aren't you offering that then? And that's something that I hadn't considered. So again, the, the mentoring opportunity is there and I get to do that offering, which is my speciality, and Karen gets to promote her speciality. Um, but it means that we can have subsidised and, and really work with other people to raise them up, hopefully. hopefully. You know, we're we're yes. being very positive, aren't we? Because we're, we're only putting applications in at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we might not be approved. <laughs> but to be honest, whether we're approved or not, we will still probably be offering yeah. workshops and mentoring. Um, it just would be very nice to have it subsidised for local people. Yeah, local people. Um, but, you know, that would be the ideal while we're there because we're all about engagement. I suppose also the other thing that um, the pop-up has been allowing us to do is actually mm. think about supporting other artists and get, helping them get their name out and their work out. Absolutely. Because there will be space in the little pop-up to actually include some sort of 3d work and i think it you know one it gives something else for local people to look at and see and buy but also you know it's allowing some artists to actually show their work in places they haven't been to before and mm. it's you know having a you know a small bit of the gallery space dedicated to helping others i mean it goes around doesn't it sort of I just think of other exhibitions I've been invited along to exhibit at mm. um, and it's been really helpful to actually be included in yeah. group things that may be in different venues that you've not tried before but also doing it as part of a group yeah. I think that really is absolutely supportive mm. I mean we've talked a lot over the past in different podcasts about how much we've learned from other artists when we've been at different small exhibitions or just different places. Um, but one of the biggest things I feel is as artists, we don't just have to do it in person. 
you know, we meet a lot of connections. We make a lot of connections online these days because retail space or exhibition space hasn't been around as easily for us during, you know, the times of the Lurgy. Um, and so, you know, there is absolute possibility for engagement. You know, there's most towns have got an artist group. You can always help out with that or engage with them and chat with them. But the other thing is a lot of the people that we talk to are on Instagram. You know, give people a boost. If you like something they're doing, say, I like that. It takes nothing. But if you use a few words and boost somebody on Instagram, not only does it give them a, you know, a sense of engagement that they're talking, they've actually got an audience, they're actually talking to people with their art, whether or not you're ever going to buy it. You're supporting. I love the colour you used. I really enjoy the techniques you're using. You know, anything. And it, you know, it doesn't have to be somebody you've met. It can be just somebody you follow and really enjoy their work because you could be the person who makes their day that day and just keeps them going because if it's a genuine i love that then tell them you know the same way as when i mean yeah okay i'm a bit gobby i know i'm an introvert gobby for people who aren't of english descent um or scottish descent or welsh descent um irish probably get it as well um gobby means you know i use my voice a lot um I will actually tell somebody in the street how beautiful they look. I, I love your dress. I love the colours you're wearing. Oh my goodness, where did you get that lippy from? It's totally... I have to say it's usually just limited to women because I don't want to come across as being flirty because talking to men that way is not my thing. I went to an all-girls school and men terrify me even now. Um, but, you know, it's that... Give them a boost. If you like it, tell them. And that can be on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You know, there's, some, there's so much positivity that we can share just by telling somebody how much you're enjoying what they're doing. Am I bonkers here, Karen? No, I was going to say the other thing about social media, though, is to mm. actually do it the other way around as well, to realise that oh, there yeah. is an audience out there that is willing to support mm. you. True. So ask questions. So, you yeah. know, if you if you're not sure about something, or you're you're maybe you've got two pieces of work or something, and you're thinking, or oh, which one is you know shall I go run with, or you know, or you've got two styles mm. of framing, mm. you're going for do a poll, see which one engage you know people like oh. most. Or actually, you're very good at that. You've done that before, haven't you? I haven't actually done a poll. I ask the question sometimes. Say, oh, right, oh okay. what do you think? Yeah. But I haven't. I think you can do a poll on on the actual you stories. You definitely can on Facebook, can't you? Oh, can yeah. you on stories? Yes, on Facebook I've seen you a few. can. I've not tried that, but you could ask the question, and I've had people answer. Yeah. The question. Yeah. Um, mm. And I think if you don't actually put a sort of, if you if you need the support in that respect, there are people that are willing to answer mm. it. Sometimes yeah. people don't answer. And sometimes that's because they have just algorithms. Yeah, but also it might be that the type of post you've written is really long. They haven't got back to the bottom. They've not been engaged all the way through. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm sure there are ones I've missed. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. <laughs> and I sort of, but I do read. I do read a lot Stop of them all the way me. through. Well, it depends, doesn't it? Some mm. long ones are really engaging, <laughs> um, and it is a skill yeah. to actually get it. Sort of. Um, I suppose I sort of 
you can look at other people that you you enjoy and maybe sort of think, all oh, right, what sort of things they write about, but make it personal to you so that you know yeah for you're sure. actually supporting there was one thing you were, you were talking about you've been talking about since international women's day weren't you you was saying there's a bit of history I? to it you were <laughs> yeah so i'm going to call you out yeah. on it tell me about international yeah, women's day are. it's a bit bit late in the day okay. for it but well it is and it isn't because i think it's always worth having a notter about but International Women's Day, I didn't realise. I know I'm kind of a month on from it now, but it actually began in 1917 when Russian women demanded bread and peace. And they had a strike and they decided that the, they would strike for women's equality and the right to vote. And it also kind of ties in with, you know, British people, British women especially, you know, trying to get the vote for women here. I know 100 years sounds like a long time, but it's not. It's not a long time at all. So it was that thing I noticed online and it kind of carried on for a week or two. Um, and I kind of wish it would carry on all year where a lot of women were offering up, these are my absolute favourite people to follow. These are my favourite women authors. Um and women of all kinds, you know, artists, authors, creatives, um, trans women, anybody who's standing up and speaking about how life is and how they want to be seen in you know, through their work, through their art. And I found it really, really interesting. It would be lovely if it went all, on all year, but I think majority of people think that International Women's Day started, you know, a couple of years ago by a couple of stroppy old broads. But it didn't. It's been there for a while because actually we've needed it. Um, and I hasten to add, I love men. I might be a bit frightened of them because they're big and scary. Um, but International Men's Day is in November for anybody who wants to. And we will celebrate you then as well. Um, but sometimes we just need a day to kind of big our sisters up because there's an awful lot of work going there. And also, there's a, um, a couple of books that I'm following. Uh, oh, I'm going to have to put it in the link. But one of the books, do you remember, the, is it a um, Gombrich book that's the history of art? And there is a book about to come out, and I've pre-ordered it, um, about the history of art with women included, basically. Because so many women were not included in the history of art books. So they may have done work. They, you know, it's like Frida Kahlo was, you know, quoted in so many papers when she was actually working as, you know, and, and you know, his wife works too sort of attitude, which is so rude. Um, you know, so it's that kind of appreciating the silent side of women. And I'm not getting on my hobby horse or anything. It's just an opportunity to look around and go, well, who can I celebrate? Who's blinking marvellous that I know? And there are so many, you know, even if you look at the podcasts you listen to, well, actually, we listen to Alice Sheridan and Louise Fletcher on um, Art Juice, and they are amazing. They're fabulous. Then we've got, um, I think, Laura Horn, who's in Australia, and she's amazing and very giving. All these people give. They give back constantly. You know, it costs them to do a podcast and it costs them to give 
courses and information up for free. And they're supporting the community and raising them up. It doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man, they just give. You know, that's, that's the point. But it's that sort of thing that I really love. Sorry, if I ranted on a bit long. No. But it I've... does, it matters. It, it matters to support people who are just starting out and don't know where to turn. Or they're a bit lost at the moment. Or, you know, we've all been stuck in a studio for two years and don't know any artists anymore. You know, it's that sort of thing, isn't it? It is. Ben like, might need to edit all of that out because I'm a bit ranty. I'm just so passionate I don't think about it, I don't think it was ranty. You, you weren't ranty at all. When you were talking about, about mm. books, and I'm sort of going off subject mm. a bit, but I came across an app recently that probably everybody knows about, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. It's called Borrow Box. Oh. And it's a bit like you can you can download, it's a free app, and if you've got library membership... You plug in your library details and your membership and your PIN number for your membership card mm. and you can effectively borrow audiobooks. And there's all sorts of books, including um, business books. So you can get business books to do with art. You can get novels. You can get children's books. You know, you can get all sorts of books and just have them. And I thought, you know, Audible, I think you have to pay for Audible, don't you? Yeah, it's it's a subscription, yeah. kind of seven or eight pounds a month or but something. But this one, similar. this one is I don't different places maybe. Yeah, different. this one's free. Um, I don't know if the selection is as good, and there's only a limited. Um, it's a bit like a library. There might be a book you want to listen to, but you can't borrow it until um, it's available. It's available um, yeah. because I think, I think they've that's only to got do with licensing. Yeah, I was going to say something to do with licensing, yeah. but I just thought. It, there must be loads of people that don't know about it. You know, it's worth giving it a yeah. go for nothing. I mean, I didn't until you said. And also you can, I mean, then you can just have a book being sort of spoken to you while you're working as well in the studio. I love that. So I if you run out of podcasts, you can have a book going on at the same time. So I knew that would appeal to you. I quite often. You, yeah, I know. I'm just, oh, I love them. I, I think at the moment I'm listening to about three Three um, books, three I, different books. Yeah, because I have a dog walking book and then I have a studio book and then I might have one I'm listening to when I go to bed. And they're kind of different because I'll listen to books like Brené Brown. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, about, you know, research into different... Well, vulnerability is her main um, link, uh, you know, main, main subject of research. Um, and then I might listen to Liz Gilbert... Um, because that's another favourite. And, you know, it's, it's it's books like that. And then I might just have kind of a storybook going on as well. Um, a little bit of crime, death, murder. Yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> well, you're an arm, armchair detective. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never know who's done it. I'm, yeah, I'm not that clever. Oh, I always, yeah, I, I always listen to a little I, bit of everything. No, I enjoy, you, I enjoy reading you crime. who's done it. Yeah, I, I'm an armchair yeah. detective, yeah. I'll I'll know who's nice. uh, who's doing it. That's a window into our lives, isn't it? Outside the studio, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I never. And if there's a gory bit, I have to fast forward because I can't do gory. <laughs> I'm a real wimp, honestly. <laughs> if it gets too scary and I'm on my own in the house, I fast forward it, or I'll say to, to my husband, um, Steve, "Can you just stay awake until I've got past this bit?" I'm the same in films. If there's something, I you know. I am that proverbial per- I am that person who puts a cushion over their face at Doctor Who because it's terrifying. I can't do suspense, that thriller sort of 
someone's yeah. is someone you know is something going to happen yeah. I don't I'll like that it. that waiting yeah <laughs> I will admit I'm known as a screamer at the cinema you know, if something, you know if somebody oh I do I yelp I can't help it last week I went to see the Batman if you haven't seen it internationally go it is such a good film whether you're a Robert Pattinson fan or not like I am and have been for many years um <laughs> go and see it because it's a proper detective story and so I went with my friend Kerry mm-hmm. and there was just two of us in the cinema because it was like 11 30 in the morning that's probably just as well there. if you screamed I know, but I've been in the cinema when there's been more and it's like, bah! and there was a chat behind us and I, uh, my friend actually turned around and said to him, I just have to warn you, she will jump and she will scream. <laughs> and I did jump and I did scream because there's a couple of bits where the baddie is a real baddie and it's like, oh no. <laughs> and I did jump. So I apologised to that bloke. Um, yeah, anyway, oh. that's just exactly another window into my been, soul. I, I am a scream. Yeah, I haven't been to the cinema in ages. I was watching this programme the other day, actually. Um, yeah. By It was a programme that Ben Fogel was doing called... Um, oh, yeah. He was visiting people that lived in wild places. Oh, nice. And it was following this lady. He went to see this lady about six years ago in America and she was of Swedish descent and she lived in America um, totally in the wild, and she was called Lynx, mm. um, as in the cat, I suppose, nice. the Lynx. And she um, basically lived off the land of animals. She killed her own food, made her clothes out of skins, everything. And oh, totally I'd die in a week. <laughs> I wouldn't survive, no. I'm not a Ray Mears at all. But she, when he followed up on her, this recent one, where she'd moved back to... Nor- nor- she'd moved to... Um, Norway and had set up home in this sort of Norwegian forest and she had loads mm. and loads of land. Um, but the one thing I wrote, I actually wrote it down, so I'm going to repeat it because I thought, now that is a fantastic way to look at life. And she said, she said, and I'm going to read it because I've written oh, it down, right? Here we go. If, if you imagine your life was an artist's canvas, wouldn't you want to make it the best piece of art you could? Oh, that's nice. And I thought... Really, that is just what a wonderful way to think about life in general. Yeah, it in is. terms of adding all sorts of things to it. Why would you do things you don't enjoy? Why would you yeah. be horrible to someone? Because you're. Why would you be cross? Why would you? Why wouldn't you want to make it the best oh, artist canvas if your life I was a canvas? Like that. Yeah. I, so I, I thought that's a good way to live. Almost, though I wouldn't be living in a Norwegian forest. No, and I wouldn't be killing my own food either. I'd be, well, I'm a vegetarian, so I'd be, yeah. I wouldn't even be able to climb trees for berries, would I? Because I'm not very flexible. We discovered that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I can, I can touch yes, my you toes. Can. I'm quite flexible. And you can climb a tree. I'd have to look for raspberries and mushrooms. <laughs> That'd be my lot. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, I digress. You do indeed. So, what are you up to this week? Doing anything nice? I'm. Well, I've got lots of things like workshop proposals to go to various people because I enjoy doing mm. workshops. But also, apart from doing, I think I'm still doing the 100 Day Project and I've got... A, oh, God, yeah, we're still there, aren't we? Yeah, when still that doing finish? those. Um, I think it's in middle of May sometime. Right, OK. So 
I'm toying with whether to hang on and photograph all the pieces together or frame up some of them. Some of them I think are worth framing up, actually. They're quite nice. Get them framed. And sort of take them along. But I would quite like to take an en masse photograph of those. But I need to get back in the studio to do some more on these pieces that have been taking me on a merry dance, I have to say. (laughs) Yeah. Although I have to say, the one I know readers or visitors, no, listeners, gee whiz, um, can't see this, but behind your head by the window at the back of your studio, there is a very, very lovely landscape that's got a very long um, path to the horizon. I love the colours. I hadn't seen it as a path. I'm now going to see a path, aren't I? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Have no, I wrecked it no, no. It's, no, no, you haven't wrecked it because it's been okay. living with me for a while, that one. Has and it? I've been looking it's at it really and I think pretty. it needs just a bold move for me to react to. Ooh, so that's nice. one that's been taking me on a bit of a dance and I've got several others that have been taking me on a dance. Yeah. But, you nice. know... It's a nice dance. What a life, eh? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Can't complain. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've got a couple that I'm doing. Yeah, well, I've, I've got a few. S- I've seen you on Instagram. You've got some loads of colour going. Loads yeah, of pieces. Yeah, I have. I need to rein it in because it's at the moment. If you've you gone stand mad. Back, it's, it's, <laughs> but yeah, it's a bit blobby. It's oh, no. like, blip, 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 blip. too much colour. Um, so I will be harmonising those, but... Until I get to that layer, I'm having a glorious time with it. Um, yeah, what so sort of size I are think they? I might post on Instagram this afternoon. One is about 60 by 40, and I think the other one's 60 square. Are they all square? I'm talking. They're quite big, quite big. No, then. one's square, one's portrait. Yeah, yeah. They're, but, and I'm working on canvas with those as well. I thought, oh, come really? on, let's have some fun with this. So, yeah, um, there were canvases that I prepped a while ago. And mm-hmm. I just thought, don't waste them, just use them. Oh, yeah, let's just go for it and see what comes out. And actually, I've really enjoyed it. I, it's been a while since I've worked with canvas, so it, I love the bounce of it. But then I do don't enjoy like now. I know you do. Newt your face. Oh, listeners, if you could see her face now, her nose is all scrunchy. So I don't, don't like canvas. Like <laughs> don't like it. New. Um, but yeah, so... I'm also working on, because I'm doing CVP22, which Mm -hmm. is Creative Visionary Programme, which I've mentioned a million times. Um, And I work on board with those because as you're working through, you're working on board panels. Right. So um, I've got the contrast, which I'm really enjoying. So that's quite quite interesting to do, to flip between both is quite fun, actually. And I've just been, I mean, it's funny how all your studio life, whatever you're doing, it just has to fit Mm. in with everything else you're doing in life. Because I have a, yeah. my husband self-isolating, banished, banished to a room, single room in the house. Is he still up there? Still Is up he in there. The top turret? Over a, over a week now of positive lateral flow I mean, tests. I'm joking because I know he's healthy with it. I mean, he's been yeah. quite well with it, hasn't he? That's, yeah, he, I wouldn't he has. Joke all, you know, I do feed him. Otherwise, and. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm hoping if I get it, I'd get the same sort of service. But he'll be at work, won't he? And I won't be able to get the sort of yeah, coffees and cakes and meals brought up. And is there anything else you'd like? You know, I've been very good, very tolerant of it all. How many books has he read? I think he's more, he's been playing the piano and... Um, oh, nice. He, he loved the excuse to watch the rugby all Saturday oh, afternoon and, you know, yes, just perfect. all that. But yeah. he, he actually, he went outside today. 
and sort of oh. didn't touch and don't t- don't touch the door. You know, yeah. I'll open it for you, <laughs> clean it. It'd be ama- amazing if we managed to get through it without getting it at all from him. We've been yeah. very good. Yeah, well, you've really kind of stuck to the the original guidelines with it, and it has proven that it's worked for you because you've been healthy and actually his um, bout of COVID has actually been one that hasn't pulled him too low, hasn't it? Yeah, no, he's, he's only got m- like being... mild flu, mild flu right, symptoms okay. rather than... So he hasn't felt else. well, but he hasn't been ill. Yeah, he yes. hasn't been sort of laid in bed, sort of not been able to do anything, but, um, yeah. but it'll be good when it's all clear because you can then go back to normal and go for walks on a weekend and, oh, you know, do all that. that sun's shining. It's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I need to get so out sketching. Good. That's the other thing I'd like to do is get out sketching again. I haven't been sketching for a couple of weeks. Need to do that. Yeah, you do enjoy it, don't you? I do, and it's like you get sort of withdrawal symptoms, sort of a bit like yeah. if you if you drink too much coffee, you know, don't drink enough coffee, or caffeine yeah. coffee, I should say. <laughs> Caffeinated. Caffeinated, <laughs> You yeah. get, get the lack of caffeine headache. Yeah. Righty-ho, I suppose we better clear I off know. then and get some work done. Yes, be a bit flexible and move from one thing to the other. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not flexible. <laughs> <laughs> and stretch. Oh. And stretch And it. relax. Yeah. I'll do the breathing exercises. You do the stretching. Okay. Right you are. <laughs> right you are. Well, have a lovely care. week, everyone. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Yeah. See you soon, Gainer. Yeah. Yeah. Bye for Let's now. Let's love it. Bye. Bye. Smoke and sail and